podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Hi guys, this is Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader, and you're watching the January 5, 2021 Awesome 10x Global Market Update. So let's begin. Actually, today we're going to read a few passages. Uh, this is actually a Bloomberg highlight. So I'm prob- probably sure that you've been asking people where Jack Ma is. And um, this is actually one of the uh, good articles that discusses how China lost patience with Jack Ma. It's loudest billionaire. As of now, I'm not sure if Jack Ma has been found um, because uh, there are reports. Some people are saying that it's an exaggeration. But uh, what should be clear is that there are a few uh, clashes between Jack Ma and Xi Jinping. And so uh, because of that, China's government has been launching. And this was happening since September. They've launched a coordinated regulatory crackdown, which in November scuttled the ad public offering. And together with tough new antitrust rules, triggered about a $140 billion decline in Alibaba's market valuation. I'm going to show that chart for you guys. Uh, let's go to tradingview.com. So last night, uh, I just wanted to share as well that the Dow Jones and Nasdaq S&P 500 were all falling down. Uh, but there's nothing to be actually afraid of. This is actually a healthy correction. We'll try to discuss some companies today. They're actually able to potentially give you some uh, entry opportunities rather than making you uh, afraid of the market drop. Um, so, but let's go first. So uh, news one by one. Alibaba. All right. So. You should have been aware that Alibaba has already been getting a lot of selling ever since around September, October. So October, it peaked at about uh, 320. And uh, if you were aware that uh, Alibaba was uh, trying to do the unfinancial and it was scuttled away, then definitely uh, it wouldn't take you so difficult that you would have sold somewhere here. Uh, the first time that uh, the IPO was not going to happen, you would have already sold. Uh, but the final straw was actually this one at about the breakdown of 263. I would have been, I would have been, uh, if you have bought the 263, not knowing about the potential um, drop because of what happened to Alibaba's antitrust, that would be fine. What you would know is that uh, this gap down here is going to continue to be a resistance in the next couple of months, uh, and uh, it isn't going to be related to earnings because Alibaba. Alibaba's earnings is actually quite, I'd say, one of the best. Uh, so this is more of a political-related uh, thing rather than the numbers. So take a look at what happened. Uh, these are the startups founded by Tencent, Alibaba, and Ant Financial. You've got Meituan, Pintuato, Neo, Didi Chusheng, Kuaishou, Yuan Futao, Full Track Alliance Group, Che Hao Tuo, Sun's Time, 
uh, and so forth, right? So you could see that you have to be a balancer uh, and you have to have a little bit of uh, leeway to Koto. It says here that he has limitations and that would be Mr. President Xi Jinping. He's not going to win that war. So um, typically, uh, Mr. Jack Ma has been quite the flamboyant and uh, he was always outspoken. Uh, and, you know, uh, the Communist Party is simply trying to make it clear that Ma is not bigger than the party, says some professors specializing in Chinese politics at Oxford University. They want to show that China is a good place to do business and that means that the party needs to show that entrepreneurs can succeed. Uh, but even if they can succeed, they cannot actually topple down who they are uh, messing with. Ma's empire has always been uh, with daily interactions with watchdogs, regulators, China Banking Insurance Regulatory Commission. And when you actually study the Alipay, the Ant Group Financial IPO, there's actually a very, very strong uh, fintech company that deserves maybe hundreds of billions of dollars even more. Uh, and if you look at Alibaba's investments by sector, internet, $30.7 billion. They are the leader in cloud computing. Retail, 18%. Uh, eight, I'm, I think, I'm not sure if, uh, sorry, $18 billion. Software, transport, media, home furnishing, food service, entertainment. Uh, and you could see that Alipay started just seven years ago and financial was 2006, if, if my memory is correct. Uh, 2013, quick pay innovation was a hit with users. The service effectively created a payments ledger connecting 200 Chinese banks, simplifying the online payment procedure, boosting the success rate for online purchases by a third to 90%, cementing Ant's dominance in digital payments. Way before, uh, in fact, uh, you'd say that before PayPal and Square became common, um, digital cash has been quite normal within china uh alipay and wechat so there's actually a very good uh, interview quote ma said that we aren't the, of course the success of alipay rank local banks we aren't necessarily interested in buying a bank to change it but because we have been chasing them around they reform ma said in a 2017 bloomberg television interview when a tiger follows you you can run much faster than you thought so Ant also created the money market fund, Yuepao, or leftover treasure, requiring balances of only just one yuan and allowing withdrawals anytime. It got rolled out in 2013 as part of his goal of creating a more transparent financial system that would disrupt banks, which for years have been sucking cheap deposits and earning handsome net interest margins. Again, he assured all his employees, just focus on your job. If someone has to go to jail, I will be the one. That was his line, according to Chinese author Yoshi's book on Alibaba, the company. Now that gamble paid off. In less than a single year, assets under management of Yue Pao grew not just leftover treasures, but $15.3 billion or 100 billion yuan. 30 million users signed up. Yepa would even amass approximately $270 billion, amassing the world's largest money market fund. Again, this drew the ire of banks, which held emergency meetings to discuss tactics to curb and financials expansion. 
Niu Wenxin, a prominent commentator for China Central Television, has attacked Ant Financial on his blog, labeling it a vampire and financial parasite. Of course, they are a parasite only if you are being threatened, especially if the government is threatened for owning state-backed banks. So um, it could be crippled by an exodus of deposits and the huge amount of money sloshing outside the central bank's purview. Ma blasted out a pithy public statement accusing banks of tampering with the people's freedom on where to put their deposits. But he underestimated the power of Chinese state-owned enterprises whose entreaties to regulators resulted in rules restraining Ant's activities. Former People Bank of China's governor Zhou Xiaochuan acknowledged that 2016, Ant was a shadow lender, was subject to lighter capital requirements rather than traditional banks. And so, you know, it gives signals for many others to follow. Sooner or later, we're going to have to set up a more equal footing competition. So there's a, you know, um, it just tells you that the saga of Ant Financial is still um, yet to happen within the next six months. And uh, let me see if people have really found Jack Ma already or is he still missing? Latest news, if we can find any. Top stories still still uh still no new insight on where he's been. Tech tycoon is silent as China gets tough, but uh, in a way, people are saying that he's just fine. He's not tortured, um, but he's being restrained. Perhaps uh, he's being taught a lesson. I'm not really sure. Nonetheless, uh, I'd say that the. Uh, this could actually be an opportunity for people who are looking to get in. Uh, 205 all the way to 180 is actually an entry point. If you really think that these uh, noise would actually continue to go further, then it, will, it could fall further. And uh, with the market actually showing some potential correction, and I'll show you how I, I, I determined that, you could see that last night, there was a safe haven move on many gold names. So gold, Galliano gold went up from about, as you could see, there's a breakout from about 1.2, closing to 127. I wouldn't be surprised if this breaks above 132 tonight to actually go to about 190. But was it just one name? No. You could see almost all the gold-related names. Goldfields GFI also breaks out of that $10. It's now trading at $10.50. Let's take a look at your Freeport McMoran FCX. Although some people might have sold here thinking that it was extended, gold actually continued further, 27, gold and copper directly uh, correlated with Freeport McMoran. These are actually all-time highs. GDX, which is actually um, Vanek Vectors, this is an ETF, was actually up very strongly last night, showing to us that if the market was hiding somewhere, that somewhere is actually gold. So there's a lot of some gold safe haven plays happening in the market. And the Van Eck vectors can actually be checked here. GDX is a minor uh, top holdings if you want to check which companies inside. You've got Newmont, Barrett Gold, FNV. So let's take a look at NEM, Gold, and FNV. So definitely uh, there was some rotation towards specifically gold. Newmont could see this is a breakout from 60, now trading at 63. So uh, these are short-term potential hideouts while the market is finding a leeway where they will put all their profits from the 2020 gains. Uh, NAM, what, what does, was it again? Uh, Newmont, Barrick Gold, Franco, Nevada. So let's take a look at that. 
Newmont uh, Barrack Gold, which is just ticker symbol gold. So this is easier. Uh, okay, this is not Barrack Gold. This is gold itself, 1938, which you could see is actually a breakout. So um, that is a safe haven movement of the market. Numat Barrack Gold is ABX in my view. So here is Barrack Gold. Barrack Gold is a breakout here. So in case you're looking for some golden ideas, these might actually be your golden opportunity to load up while you are still in a low-risk area. You're about $31 for your Barrack Gold. So it looks like this January, some people are actually hiding safely into some gold names so you could see that for the while about april till december most gold names were actually trading in a range and uh until now 29 to 40 these actually are gonna show to you potentially 30 percent ranges even if it takes you about three to six months to transpire these might actually be offering 30 percent six months time might actually be good enough for some people uh who are looking for some safe haven ideas NCMGF, Newcrest Mining. Let's take a look at some names here. Okay, Newmont, uh, Barrick Gold, Franco Nevada, Agnico Eagle Mines, Kirkland Lake Gold. So let's take a look at some of the top holdings. KL, WPM, APM, NGMCF. So let's take a look at that. So NGMCF. So this is in Canada, Barrick Gold. If you want to go uh, NGMCF, uh, Newcrest, type Newcrest Mining, it's NCM, it's in Australia. So also uh, here, so obviously you can see that the market is positioning itself on some golden ideas. So this might actually be a golden buying opportunity for you. Uh, Newcrest Mining, Direct Gold Mining, and so forth. Um, it's also interesting uh, for, for me to share what I've read that um, so I'd like to share the some things that have been happening in the market. So yeah, Bio Nanogenomics, the NGO, has risen from as low as 54 cents to $7 in seven trading days. So the market has been happily moving to some genomic sequencing names uh, and they were saying that uh, so let me I'll just read to you the news uh, and of course this is a substantial move. This came somewhere from forty five cents to seven dollar twenty. Uh, that is how much is that the twenty x move in just uh, one week, guys? Is it like uh, let's turn your one thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars, something like that? So um, what was that? Okay, it's a thirteen x move. From 50 cents. So let's assume you bought it at a dollar, which I hesitated. You would still have made about 500 to 600%. So congratulations to those who have it. Doesn't mean that it won't stop. However, all of these gains would actually be trimmed by others as well. Uh, why did bio nanogenomics even rise? Let's just read the news for you. Uh, let me read the news for you. Investor Place has it happening. Uh, and actually, last night, guys, a lot of some spacs, a lot of spacs that were already too high, uh, started to fall, fall down. Of course, because they were so high. But let me just read why bio nanogenomics stock rocketed yet again. So the stock took off after a study done by genome analysis of Professor Temple Grandin. He has autism spectrum disorder and is a high functioning. It says here that the test details were beneficial to the professor. 
evaluation revealed that sequence variants in three ASD risk genes results showed one identified gene affecting ASD and two neurodevelopmental genes that could affect the person's ASD. Other pathogenic variants were seen in some genes that may contribute to health issues that the professor has been suffering from. The CEO of BioNanogenomics said this about their stock. Mr. Eric Holmlin said, This publication shows the importance of genetic testing for ASD and neurodevelopmental disorders. Widespread adoption of genetic testing is important to patients and families because it creates a better understanding of ASD and more importantly informs families and patients about immediate health risks associated with ASD that could personalize treatment options and provide potentially life-saving information. The, the thing about this entire article is this secular trend, widespread adoption of genetic testing. So I think like some people are saying that in the pursuit of genomic sequencing and all of these um, remote health monitoring, RMP, all of this, uh, wearables, uh, genetic sequencing, genome sequencing, genetic testing. I don't know much about this industry except that I could, um, you know, I, it's a budding industry. So um, what, what, whatever would happen on these uh genetic sequencing and genetic testing to know whether you are um, allergic to some peanuts or whatever, or you have a blood sickle cell disease, which CRISPR is uh, trying to fix. The point, guys, is that um, this is too difficult for me. That's why I don't know much about this. Uh, but congratulations for the people who do. Uh, definitely, there were also some names that were rising last night, and this was something that went up fast, which was 200%. From $0.40 cents to $1.60, check cap. Check cap is something in the realm of colorectal cancer. So I'll just read to you what the company does. Check cap. So six things for potential. Six uh, check stock investors to know about the biotech company. So you can actually study the company redefining colorectal cancer screening. Most of these are actually very, uh, I don't know, I guess it's biotech. So I, I would be a bit cautious, um, but it's been flying. So what happened in the market is that it has been going to gold in a lot of some of these biotech names. But it says here that CheckCap redefining colorectal cancer screening and prevention is the first and only patient-friendly preparation-free test to detect polyps before, before they may transform into cancer. You could play the video so that, um, let's see whether you want it. Two, two minutes, watch it. Watch this. Hello. This capsule might seem tiny, but it has the potential. Oh wait, I don't think I shared my video. So let me just try to share this uh, sound. Wait up. Uh, let me try to share the screen with video. Share audio. Okay. And then let's share this. All right. Potential to prevent one of the world's most devastating cancers. There is, there is a critical, critical unmet need for a non-invasive and patient-friendly screening method for the detection of precancerous polyps in the colon. Each year, nearly 881,000 deaths occur worldwide as a result of colorectal cancer. 
and the annual estimated economic burden of colorectal cancer care is about $14 billion in the U.S. alone. Routine screening can prevent colorectal cancer, yet in the U.S., about half of the targeted population avoids routine screening due to the required preparation and invasiveness. C-Scan is the first and only preparation-free, capsule-based colorectal cancer screening method for the detection of precancerous polyps before they develop into invasive cancer. Screening with C-Scan is non-invasive and does not require preparation or sedation, allowing the patient to continue their daily routine with no interruption. The C-Scan system consists of three elements. C-Scan cap is an ingestible, single-use imaging capsule that moves through the gastrointestinal tract, utilizing the patient's natural motility. The innovative low-dose X-ray radar imaging technology can see through the gastrointestinal content and scan the unprepped colon. The C-Scan cap scans the inner lining of the colon in a 360-degree arc. It records imaging and motility data as it moves along the colon path. The C-Scan track is comprised of three miniaturized patches, continuously tracking and recording capsule data. C-Scan View is a PC-based workstation. The proprietary software processes data received from the C-Scan track and constructs 2D and 3D. Uh, it actually reminds me a lot about, uh, it reminds me of Exas, Exact Sciences, except that uh, check is actually, in my view, uh, undervalued against the other cancer detection services. That's why this 215% rise is catching a lot of people's eyes. So as you can see, this is a healthcare diagnostics and research in Israel. Not sure why the market cap is just $62 million. So um, no wonder people are hyping this up because it is so cheap. It's $62 million, even if you have to pay 200%. Um, it, it, if it's a $12 billion total addressable market, uh, it well, I don't know how many people would actually, uh, the, what's the total addressable market of check capital? Uh, let's take a look at the investors' relations right now. Let's take a look at the events and presentations, shall we? Uh, if we could actually prevent cancer uh, with their treatment, I think that it is something that is worth inve uh, uh, investing or at the very least uh, learning about. So uh, September 5, 2018, let's take a look at some of the presentations. August 2020, corporate presentation, guys. Uh, while it's loading, I'm also taking a look, guys, at this no, uh, at this small cap. So Novin, we'll, we'll actually try to discuss as well Novan. So Novan is also a biotech company, So, uh, but Novan is said to actually have a COVID-19 vaccine or a, a, a variant, something like that. And it's just $200 million. It kind of reminds me when BN Tech was working with Pfizer. In this case, Novan is engaging with Catalyst, and it says here that Novan is exceeding 62 60% enrollment in B-Simple for pivotal phase 3 study of SB206 for treatment of molluscum. The Berdazheimer sodium for COVID-19 program is actually already uh, approved and uh, already being developed with Catalan. 
uh, Catalan will distribute these. So um, this one is looking to be an interesting company if you're taking a look, especially for evidence that is effective against the SARS-CoV-2, which is a strain of COVID-19. So we're going to read all these things today. I know that it's a biotech Tuesday. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, everyone wants to study things uh, for them to make money. And Awesome Tenex is willing to study with you. So let's see. Novan preliminary evidence nitrosyl is effective against SARS-CoV-2. This was October 14, 2020. And as you could see, Novan was able to break above 80 cents. That was your previous resistance had a slight correction and then went up 30%. In my view, there are people who are going to go higher. These could be 10x or 50x names uh, given about given the fact that we are starting at a, such a small market cap compared to how many people they could address with these uh, life-saving products. If it will actually save you from a SARS-CoV-2 uh, infection someday, <clears throat> then you might actually become... Uh, you know, uh, a beneficiary of these companies as well. So this is a is this is something that I would be interested about. It says nitrosyl is Novan's proprietary slow release formulation, delivering nitric oxide to an affected area. And as a small molecule, this will play various roles in the body. Um, another news that I have to share, guys, is the one that's happening in B Town. Bridgetown is said to become a potential entry point for Togopedia. And it says here that uh, it could be even bigger with Gojek, also known as uh, the winner of... Uh, of uh, it's kind of like the Grab and the Uber. Uh, Gojek and Grab are both together, Anthony Tan. Uh, so actually, it's something that I am so uh, confident about, especially if B-Town will be... Uh, uh, but, uh, if, especially if this one enters uh, B-Town. So let's watch this together, guys. Let me just play the so the, the songs. Let's go, let's go in the first part, guys. Yeah, so sources have told us that the two companies are in um, advanced talks for merger. This is a, a surprise. We uh, we uh, found about this uh, recently. Uh, the plan is to merge the two businesses uh, and then seek uh, this thing in the U.S. and Indonesia. Now, the uh, CEOs of both companies have said in the past uh, in my interviews last year as well that they like to seek dual listing because they see themselves as the local champions um, in Indonesia and the companies would like to offer a chance to their customers and employees to be able to own and invest uh, in their own companies. So this is a, a significant move um, that would create a, a, a unique uh, tech company in Indonesia that has uh, different types of businesses. It's a bit of bright-hailing e-commerce food delivery and digital payments. So, uh, you know, this, and, and it would also create uh, probably the seventh or, seventh or sixth largest listed company in the country. So it's going to be an $18 billion. So it's an $18 billion merger. And uh, as you know, it is a local e-commerce, uh, the, one of the largest in Indonesia, Tokopedia. So this merger is going to be big. It's a mashup of Uber, PayPal, and Amazon, and DoorDash. It's going to go public in the U.S. Whether it's going to go through a SPAC. And uh, if it will be, it's in my view, it's going to be B-Town.
B-Town is gonna be uh, Peter Thiel and uh, Lee Ka-Sheng Sun Jr. Um, the, the, yeah, so I think that would be the entity that would have these, uh, these, these entities. And so Gojag and Tokopedia is even um, accelerating the deal uh, after deals between Gojek and Grab has reached an impasse. So Grab Chief Officer Anthony Tan continues to resist the pressure from Masayoshi Sun to give up some control in a combined entity with Gojek and the, said the people. These are Southeast Asia's two most valuable startups. Actually, it's not a startup, right? So it's the sixth largest or probably one of the largest companies in Southeast Asia worth about $25 billion. Tokopedia, Gojek, Grab, all of them. So as recently as December, the companies were said to have made substantial progress, but they clash over how to manage Indonesia, which is their key market in the region. So I think this was this will gonna this will be a big blockbuster. These are two homegrown tech pioneers, including Google, Temasek, Sequoia, India. Tokopedia is also backed by Alibaba, which has its own very own Lazada in the region. So a combined Gojek and Tokopedia would dominate in Indonesia, the largest fast-growing internet economy. So think about Amazon plus PayPal plus Uber inside one company. And therefore, you have a recipe for a 10x company and a Southeast Asian uh, potential C-limited uh, lookalike, right? So um, in my view, that actually opens you up to some ideas. Uh, let me just give you ideas, uh, give you some charts first. Uh, I don't know why Checkup fell from uh, in the first place. It wasn't in my purview until people were telling me about it. So in the first place, I don't know what happened, why Check fell from $5 all the way to $0.40. Cents. Why did it fall uh, 90% and now going up? So I think the, the recent rally was related to the colorectal cancer that they are they're talking about in their presentation. Uh, and uh, if you, so, so isa isa, uh, let me, sorry, I talked a lot. Let's, let's discuss them one by one. First, the companies that I am aware of before the biotech, which I'm not quite aware of. This one is more, uh, more the kind of companies that I am more confident in. Bridgetown Holdings, we kind of discussed this in our spectacular 2020 Awesome 10X. We said it in a free class that we felt that um, uh, that, that if it's Peter Thiel on our side, uh, which is in Bridgetown, then we'll be okay. So uh, we're able to marry them even if we don't know what's inside. And so we got in at 11 with the rumor that's going to be Tokopedia. We added more at 13. Some of us sold as, as high as 19, uh, which, which was actually just luck, guys. We didn't know that at 19 it would fall at 14. It felt that at 19, after, a, after an 80% run, uh, you know, usually you kind of take profit, especially within... Um, Within um, some, you know, so I, I guess I just got lucky. To be honest, I trimmed some at 19 and 18, uh, not thinking that it was the top because I was willing to sell at 24 as well. So I was willing to sell up. But uh, after selling at 18, I'm willing to also buy here at 14 and add again. Uh, take note that I didn't sell all. So actually, I was just buying up here and then I sold some. And I want to buy more closer to 14 below. As I do believe that if Bridgetown will be the entity uh, owning all of these uh, potential uh, Tokopedia and uh, Gojek, it's going to be big in my view. So this $18 billion merger, if it's really going to be in this pack, is something that I am interested in. Now with Novan, let me just explain. Even if I'm not quite aware of these COVID vaccines, I am aware that uh, 
people would actually be willing to buy and uh, have they been buying you could see that since october of that news there have been some people that was a news since october 14 15 right so uh, october 14 15 you could see that there was this big gap up here uh, from about 40 cents it was already up 70 cents then fell down back to 50 cents smart money actually would have entered at 50 cents added here at about 80 cents and possibly still adding here at 90 cents so um can it go five dollars this novan um in my view there might be a possibility this is um where is the resistance of novan so far so far you've got these resistances so this is a a resistance here let's just check all the resistances we've got a one dollar 80 cent resistance but a 90 cent potential buying area so 108 all the way to about 90 cents is a potential buying area in my view now let's take let's talk about a company that i am not quite aware of but the market is seemingly very confident about check c-h-e-k check cap um and when you look at the investor presentation okay has it been downloaded already where is it bagala kanina ko pa din download eh teka lang ah even a download I was trying to download it guys august 2020 hmm is it already in my wait uh, what's this I'll go to downloads. Let's see if it's here. Okay, wait up. What's the name? Date modified. Um, 2021. Today is January 5. It's not here. Okay. Nope, not here. Um, waiting for IR. Check up. What's wrong? Couldn't I see it? Couldn't I download it? Okay, doesn't matter. Um, all I know is that this is a um, this is something that the market is taking a look at, and um, the strategic path forward. Let's see their technology. First and only preparation free test to detect collateral colorectal polyps before they may turn into cancer patient friendly no bowel preparation no interruption of daily routine cloud-based analysis okay so they discuss how it works scan technology clinical evidence of the scan performance it's a novel prepless x-ray imaging capsule uh the thing about these is that these are medical breakthroughs and um, I'm a person who don't know how to value medical breakthroughs, except that I know that people are bullish about them. How bullish? Well, you could see that the market is 215% very bullish. So let's try to read what people are saying at the very least from their financial results. And um, yeah. So third quarter highlights 2020. So the company said that they are the first and only patient-friendly screening test says here that they've already submitted in the US FDA for the pivotal study of C-SCAN. They want to establish supporting device manufacturing, supply chain, and quality controls for expansion of this data set on average risk patients at the leading Israeli sites. They're 
their balance sheet is quite okay with $9.6 million in July 2020 with a warrant exercise financing. Take a look how much that warrant is. Uh, and then the check cap team remains laser focused despite the increasing rates of CRC. Screening rates remain low, mainly due to the invasiveness. So this is actually, you know, it reminds me about uh, non-invasive surgeries, which is actually what uh, what most 10x names should be about. Awesome 10x company should be, uh, you know, 10 times better than original. And if this is really non-invasive, if this is something that can transform um how screening tests for colorectal cancer is, then I would agree why people are very bullish about the company. So despite the R&Ds and most likely a lot of losses because of that, operating loss is about $4 million, cash in the bank is about $20 million, with approximately $16 million as of June 30, 2020. I'd say that this, uh, you're just paying the R&D here. And if you are, uh, and if you are seeing this medical diagnostics to be a very big standard, then this could be the seed for companies like, um, so let's take a look at Exas. Cause I know that Exas, Exact Sciences is also a cancer screening, uh, detective, right? Diagnostics and research. And this is a $20 billion company. So, um, so it, you know, um, from just taking a look at a few things, you could see that there are some interesting uh, press releases that is worth your attention to actually be reading more about. So financial results. Uh, let's take a look at the this uh, gross proceeds, the warrants, of course, and how they got that uh, funding. How much was the entry price of these people? Sixty cents per share. So um, they're just up. 100% so far, they invested at 60 cents somewhere here. And so I would say that uh, when the people realize how uh, how big this deal is, when was the news on the colorectal cancer thing? Can I see the news filings again? Uh, let's take a look at the news. Um, November. So nobody was reading the numbers. I, I don't know why it just got... Um, what exactly was the reason why it went up 200% last night? Two days ago, is it in a good position to invest? Uh, extending rally on continuous optimism. Let's read what the people are talking about. It's flying because, what is it? Investors should know that they are submitting that C-scan, helping detect polyps. Okay, we know that. What else? Okay, so... I guess what happened was a simple technical move. So uh, the news was since November, uh, but the people reacted January. And uh, now that the people have reacted, I'd say that there will be people who are willing to buy on any dips of check. So congrats to those who have it, to those who don't have it. Let's see. Given that the potential is really huge, can we see this go $5 from about 50 cents? Uh, we're going to give the benefit of the doubt that the market will push this up, uh, especially after this very strong move. So any drops would likely be uh, limited in my view here at about $1.06 to even as low as 75 cents. I wouldn't stop. Uh, if you have this, uh, some awesome 10x have this, I'd say hold on to your shares. Uh, you get a free ride to 2 or $3 in my view. So congrats. Those who have BNGO and check, I think that you're in a very good position. 
hold your winners winners win uh and of course uh for those who are looking at some potential COVID variant ideas novan could be an idea and some gold names could actually be some hiding places for you uh other than the fact that we're also interested with bridgetown b town so there will be a lot of mixed reaction in the market there's a lot of SPACs as well so i'll now take a look at your questions anong analysis mo sa onto What's onto? I don't know what onto is. Sorry. Uh, let me just see what onto is. Onto is a semiconductor in US. I am not aware of the company, so I have no answer. Um, no idea. Uh, I, I guess it, I, I need to read more about it. So. Clean Spark and Blink. So for Clean Spark, I think that there's just a lot of, you know, you'd see a lot of people profit taking uh, after a huge run. And you could see that it is normal for people to profit take from about 30 to 26. It will still be normal because it, you know, the consolidation was somewhere from about 7 to 10. So at 20 to 32, these are all volatile areas. People would actually profit take here at 30 area, even if it can go to 40 or 50. So I think what's happening here is already profit taking. For Blink, uh, I'm not quite a believer. So uh, charging station, I would rather have SBE. So given that the pricing of this is already too high, I would not be afraid to sell more if I have it. I think this one has already peaked, so sell further. If you still have it, sell further. So um, think that link charging is already over. Uh, hello from Toronto. Your thoughts on GNOG? Hello as well. Uh, Toronto, Canada. What is GNOG? Toronto, guys, I like a lot of companies, by the way. Let me just give you a few companies, uh, but uh, let me just check your company first. Golden Nugget Online Gaming. Hmm. So maybe this is really... Is this related? Let's see. I don't know. I haven't studied this. Golden Nugget Online Gaming is now on. No, not that. Golden Nugget Online Gaming. Ah, so it was Lancadia. Okay, I, I have heard about this. This is the LCA. I didn't study it actually. So, um,. Uh, sports betting or uh, online gambling, something like that. Lancadia, uh, yeah. Not, I know, I, I have no idea. But actually, for Toronto, I'm more, I would rather perhaps go for these names. Like, uh, I'm taking a look at some of these names. WeCommerce. So, WeCommerce, in my view, from Toronto, this one is a buying area, in my view. Gotten at about 19. I'm willing to buy 16 and 12. Uh, but it already rose last night to $20. I think this one is an interesting uh, Toronto pick. And maybe this one. Real Luck uh, Sports Betting Platform. Even if it fell last night to $0.74, cents, I'd say that uh, I'm a willing buyer if, if it falls near $0.70 cents tonight. So I'm willing to buy this. So um, there was a gap, of course, because the IP of Real Luck Group was $0.40. Cents, so this is still above 50-70% higher. But in my view, uh, the, the online sports betting, esports betting is a big, big trend. And so Real Luck Group is a company that I'm actually more interested in Toronto Stock Exchange. What is a good entry for B-Town? Current price of $14 is good. Can America sign up for your course? Yes. Um, a lot of, there are, um, there are some Americans that have already, um, 
that are already inside Awesome Ten X. I'm happy to say that we've got American, Norwegian, uh, so far. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I also interact with some Europeans. Uh, it really depends. As long as they invest globally, then the answer is, and if they can understand English, then we can all understand each other. Yeah, so Awesome10x, anyone can actually subscribe. Please don't forget to go to awesome10x.com. Uh, you can like us and subscribe to us. Uh, we give and feature independent analysis on companies which we believe will actually 10x your uh, portfolio. So these are actually constructed. Um, well, it's actually given to you for your understanding, and you just had uh, and you just try to find out which companies you actually want. So last night, if you had $100,000 to invest, what would you invest in? We discussed which companies we're taking a look at. And every day we'll do some deep dive. So TPGY was actually a deep dive, aka EV Box. You're aware that EV Box is going to list uh, through TPGY. Uh, that was a free Friday class, so I'll give you that idea. TPGY actually is now back to about $25, $24. I'd say that even if this drops to 21 that this is still a good entry point. This gap up here of about 80%, of about 80% after the company revealed that it's going to be, uh, the TPGY is going to be EV box has gotten people so excited. And I'm, uh, I, I would agree why. This European charging station is actually uh, poised to go something like 500,000 charging stations within about five years. And I would agree that they could execute on that. So um, the answer for me would be yes. SBE, I'll be waiting near 30 below. Um, so I think right now it's still 37. I'll wait for it to go down. Onto, Paris, a 5G play. Haven't studied yet. NYC, uh, New York Stock Exchange grabbed the plan to delist Chinese Telecom. JHIV, that would be about United Wholesale Mortgage. JHIV, uh, I think, is fine. So there's a lot of companies that are actually good. Um, JHIV is uh, the second of Gores Metropolis, the one, the guy who actually handled the laser, aka Luminar. So you've got a good track record from the sponsors, uh, and it's one of those... Uh, SPACs that people are interested with because they are the largest in their sector. So when you are not necessarily the only one, but you are the leader in your sector, the market would love you for it and pay a premium for you. So GHIV, you can learn more about this SPAC. I'll read a few things for you. It's just all in the news. Um, it's more about the United Wholesale Mortgage. So let's read on that. News. SPAC, uh, United Wholesale Mortgage. Or probably just go to the website of United Wholesale. So United Wholesale Mortgage to go public in a $16 billion deal. This is GHIV, a high price for a great company. So some people feel that it could be expensive upon listing, even if this pack is, um, is, a, is a big one. So it's going to go public, the biggest pack deal, one of the biggest, $16 billion, because if B-Town will be listed as Tokopedia, uh, it's going to be bigger, $18 billion. So, um, yeah. So there was a stock soaring because of this deal to take United Wholesale Mortgage. Uh, yeah, so you could see anyway everything about it. And if you wanted to learn more who United uh, Wholesale Mortgage is, then you just go simply to the website and take a look at the prospectus trait of United Wholesale Mortgage. I'll go to the website with you today. 
um, United Wholesale Mortgage, uh, price alone, start alone, grow your business. It sounds a little bit like rocket loans, uh, in a way, RKT, similar, right? Is it? Um, so let's take a look at how big United Wholesale Mortgage is versus the competition. United Wholesale Mortgage versus Rocket Loans or Quicken Loans. So Rocket is the owner of Quicken Loans. So let's see how different they are. Uh, how big is it? How does these uh, types of mortgage lenders, the truth about mortgage, Quicken Loans take a bigger, the vast majority. Okay, let's compare the two. I know more about Quicken Loans rather than United Wholesale Mortgage, uh, other than the fact that they are competitors and rivals. Hmm. But if you ask me, uh, mortgage lenders would actually be beneficiaries of a reopening. So, and the more people today who are actually suffering with the pandemic, the more likely that they will refinance their loans to go uh, cheaper given very low interest rates today. The vast majority of lenders, let's read. So most of these are collateralized. So it's actually one of the reasons why Rocket Loans is one of the largest owner of all the Detroit buildings. So, uh, and Rocket Loans was actually featured as a free Friday class pick, Awesome 10X. You can check out my RKT analysis inside Awesome 10X YouTube channel. Let's take a look at the bigger share of, uh, even if this is a 2018 data, let's see. Quicken Loans top the list of loan originations. UWM produced company record $40 billion in loan volume. It's the fifth largest mortgage lender in the country. This is United Wholesale Mortgage. Metro Detroit's two big mortgage companies continues to climb their rankings. Quicken Loans recorded $83 billion. Wholesale Mortgage recorded $40 billion. Quicken Loans is the largest uh, against ahead of Wells Fargo, Chase, and Bank of America. So these are going to be fintech names. Um, yeah. So I think that the market will just uh, see. Uh, take a look at RKT. Let's take a look at the one that, uh, that the market is taking a look at today. Uh, Rocket companies, in my view, is uh, actually a cheap, cheap, and to be honest, I'd say that this is a cheap IPO here at twenty dollars. Um, I sold some at twenty one because it was just not, it was just languishing. Market cap forty billion. However, um, yeah, so this one is the largest. The other one is the fifth largest. If they're gonna list at about sixteen billion dollars, they're gonna be compared to each other. So either Rocket Loans would go higher or um, GHIV would would be more in tune with the relative valuation against RKT. So I, I guess it's okay, but it's not like super duper okay. Um, Pwede ba gamitin ang Western Union to wire US? Um, I actually used China Bank to do bank wire. I haven't used Western Union yet. If you want to ask me how to wire transfer from Philippines to pesos, you could just email me, awesome10xofficial at gmail.com. Uh, she said SBE is good. Yeah, SBE we have it since 14 below. So definitely uh, SBE is a charging station, charge point. Uh, I'd love to buy it below 30, uh, closer to 24 to 28 if only I can. So I'll wait it up. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to uh, uh, to, to like, subscribe, and share Awesome Penix. It's been an hour already. And so goodbye. Thank you.